Hey, all you people. Hey, all you people. How you doing? It is uh, 11.55 at night. I am in my bed, not in a hotel bed in D.C. I was just in D.C. this weekend. I don't know if I mentioned that. I think I did mention that last time, didn't I? Or at some point. Um, It was fun. Of course it was fun. I was with Grip Tape, and Grip Tape's always fun. And it was a design day, and they were great, and everyone who came was amazing. They brought their fucking A game. Um, They got a bunch of shit done. It was great. And I was also, you know, I got to see, I got to see new people, meet some new people. They're cool. I got to see some people who I haven't met, but I've known, like spoken over the phone or whatever. Uh, I've got to see people who I haven't seen since pre-COVID and they're fucking killing it. They're going to schools like Cornell and they're, well, no, not Cornell, Stanford, and they're working at airlines and they're, this shout out to someone who might be listening to this right now. And uh, they're just fucking killing it all across the board. You know, I also learned uh, that someone there has a difficult fucking life and I didn't realize like, <sighs> yeah, like I, I constantly have to have to understand and reevaluate my place in society and in the world and the amount of like just easy life that I have, you know? Like, I don't got to worry about a goddamn thing. I don't have to, I don't have dependence. I don't have, yeah, I don't have dependence. No one in my family is, is, is disabled or ill or anything like that. And I don't have to work if I don't want to. Obviously I want to, that's why I do it, but I don't have to if I don't want to. I can kind of just coast if I wanted to, you know? And nothing, nothing bad in my life would happen from it. I mean, of course it would, but like, I live in the relative lap of luxury. I live in a multi-million dollar, I mean, I don't know, multi-million dollar, but I live in a million dollar house in New York City. Um, it's at least a million for sure. But I live in a house in New York City in 2022. I'm a six foot three male. I think I am six foot three because everyone keeps telling me I'm six foot three. I can't be six foot two, which I mean, I feel like my hair makes me seem taller or I wear heels a lot because I wear boots a lot, you know, so that like half inch that it gives me um, or inch or so that it gives me that not an inch, it's like a half inch, right? It's a boot. It's a boot. Um, yeah. Like, the amount of privilege, I'm not, dis- I don't have any mental problem, well, I mean, <laughs> seasonal depression rears its head uh, most winters, you know, so there's that, but, like, I'm not prone to anxiety, I, I don't have to deal with bullshit you know like I think maybe the most annoying thing about me is is my fucking I'm realizing more and more that I have a level of empathy that 
isn't exactly shared throughout like most of the population, or at least I don't know when it comes to my interpersonal relationships. So <clears throat> that's not a, like a con. Um, I don't know, man. Life is easy. I was born into easy mode, you know? Sure, I grew up, like, relatively not well off, right? Or not comfortable, rather. But I felt comfortable. And now I am pretty comfortable, you know? So I, I like, just hearing stories, I won't share any details of of the life that has been shared with me because obviously this is confidence, right? But, man, I can't, I can't imagine any... I can't imagine having to go through that. And it makes me afraid for like the future or something to happen where I would have to live in a way where, where like just constant battles, just like snap of a finger every single fucking time, you know? And of course, you know, there are good parts. It, it's like, I feel like, okay, I feel like everything I'm saying here, you, you don't, you can't understand. Or I mean, I'm sure you understand. But, like, you don't understand where I'm coming from specifically because I can't share the details of this story here. You know? Of this person's private life. But it makes me so grateful. In a shitty way. You know? It's like, ah, glad I'm not this person. <laughs> you know? Glad I'm not that guy. Glad I'm not that girl. Glad I'm not you. You know? Um, anyway, what else? DC. Let's talk about happy stuff. Let's, let's, let's get away from that. <laughs> let's get away from that. DC was great. This is like the first time I actually got to be in DC and like, like explore more than just the fucking touristy shit, you know, like go downtown, walk around, see what the downtown life is like, uh, driving through DC, like in Ubers or Lyfts getting from the wherever to wherever, um, seeing some of the daily life, the fact that they have protests and street lockdowns constantly, it seems. Like, that's just a normal part of life, because I was talking to the Lyft driver on the way from the train, and and uh, we came upon a street that was blocked off or whatever. We didn't know what it was blocked off for. And, um, and he was like, ah, well... I gotta go around. I'm like, okay, how do you go around? Like, how, do you just know where to go? It's like, yeah, this happens all the time. I'm like, damn. Like, we have that a little bit in New York, I guess, with the trains. Like, they don't run. But the streets getting blocked off constantly. Like, it's different. It's way different. Nothing. New York can't shut down a major street that often for it to be like a, just like a, you know, it's just a fucking Tuesday or whatever. And that's not even the only street. Because later on in the day, when we went back out, we rode segways. It was amazing. There was a uh, protest or like a march or whatever. Like uh, Iranians and uh, you know, something about Palestine or I don't know. I don't fucking keep up with world politics enough to know what exactly it was about. But it was Iranians and, and Middle Eastern uh people, or at least I saw a bunch of Middle Eastern flags, so I could be assuming correctly. Big-ass protest or or march or whatever, and 
that like they blocked another major street for like for like a quarter mile. <laughs> it was a lot of people. Um crazy. Crazy to me that that happens so often. Like that that would be I could imagine myself living in DC cuz DC downtown feels very like it, the cities are it, it's a, it's a clean ass city. You know? I kind of imagine that, but it really is a cl- a really clean city. Um and like the restaurants and bars look pretty nice. Uh the people there seem interesting, you know? Like even walking the street at night, like there seems to be interesting people just out and about. Um girls are gorgeous, obviously, you know. I'm looking for my fucking uh my Claire Underwood out there, you know, my first lady. <laughs> you know, my Robin Wright. Uh or or uh who else? Charlize Theron or someone. Fucking Gugumbathara. You know? You know what I'm talking about. Um my tall stem looking chick, you know, my tall businesswoman looking chick. That's 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 what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me shut the fuck up. Being such an idiot. Um But gosh, I passed some dime pieces on the street. Listen, I don't talk like this. I don't I don't like talk about this. This is not like a thing that comes to like I don't just gush over chicks. Alright, you know why I have been? Recently, especially this weekend, why I have been just like ogling like a creep. I mean, I wasn't doing that much, but I was like, there is something that's been going on this week. And I didn't say it in the last podcast because I just want to let it die. But it seems like it's not dying. Right. So I, I am, I don't know what to do. Um, my ex is in love with me, and I don't want to f- know know what to fucking do. Okay, I have no idea. I don't know what to do. My entire, I'm I'm, I'm not, you know. Like, in the ideal world, actually, there are two ideal worlds, right? One ideal world is, you know, I just flip a switch, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you back, <gasps> and then we fucking. We fucking have an intense night of passion, and then we, and then I propose the next day, and then we get married, and we live to be 80, 90, 110 years old, right? And we have 11 million kids, and we're billionaires, and whatever. That's one ideal world. The other ideal world is it's all good. We don't need to be a thing. It happens, right? Like, I can, like, we could just be friends, and she could get over me. And I'm already over, and, like, we can just be friends, and she can attend my wedding in the future, and I'll attend her wedding in the future. And, like, it'll be that kind of thing. And our fucking kids will call each other cousins and that and that shit, you know? Like, my kids would call her kids cousins, and they'd call her auntie, and her kids would call me uncle or some shit like that, you know? Which would be kind of weird because we fucked, obviously. But, <laughs> but like, that would, that's, that's what I, I would absolutely, absolutely Absolutely, a million percent, love that. But, you know, I had a mental breakdown, a minor one, 
but nonetheless, a few nights ago, because it, I don't want to be in this position where I have, uh, everyone is telling me not to feel guilty. I've, I've told like four people, four or five people, three of which who I trust very much, like two of which are actual mentors to me, um, about my situation here. And everyone's telling me there are only two options. Just fucking suck it up and well, not, not suck it up, but like, well, I mean, I guess suck it up. Like you're not doing anything wrong. It's okay for you to feel this way. Don't feel guilty. Just if you want her to be your friend, then, or if you want to be friendly to her, then like be friends for the next, however long until hopefully she can resolve her, you know, her feelings and, and, you know, get over me. Or, and that's like the pipe dream. Everyone's saying that's like a pipe dream. That's like not, that's not likely to happen. Right? Like, it'll just be a thing of, we'll be friends, but she'll secretly fucking be fawning over me for the next however long, and everything I do to try to move forward with my own romantic life will just fucking be a knife in her back. Or not even her back, her front. Like, because it's not a backstabbing. It's just, like, literally what where I see my life going, right? Um... It's either, so that is like being told to me that that's the pipe dream, the more likely thing that's supposed to happen, or that's gonna happen, is that we do the thing that most exes do and just cut contact. And I don't fucking want to do that, obviously. Obviously, I'm here talking about it, right? If I wanted to do that, I'd have done it. You know? Like, and it's not even hard. I mean, emotionally it's hard, which is why I won't do it. But it's not like, obviously we live in the same city. But I'm not sure she knows exactly where I live. She's never been here before, right? Like, she'd know where to find me. But, like, block numbers, delete contacts, uh, fucking all that stuff. Right? Like, that's, these things can be done with the clicks of buttons, and yet it feels like the hardest thing to do, because I don't want to do that. Like, she's a pivotal person in my life. Like, actually, actually, top ten most influential people in my life, for sure. Like, has to be. Your your first love has to be, the, <coughs> you know? Especially, especially this late in my life. Like, if, if, I say first love, but like, I mean, when you're 14, 15, and you have your first love, and it's like a whatever thing, and it's in school, yeah, it could be, like, pivotal, but a lot of times it kind of just fades in the back, you forget about it or whatever, right? This happened at 23 years of age, right? After not ever having any real, deep, romantic experience or connection with anyone ever before right so she actually plays like a pivotal part in my life right why the fuck would i want to throw that away i don't obviously but it seems it just seems like 
that's that's the decision that's almost I don't want to say inevitable, but just I don't know. Ah, fuck. You know? I don't want it to happen, man. I I, I just want it to be chill. Like <laughs> Like you know what I was one I was thinking this whole week, I'm like, damn, is she even gonna be able to attend my birthday this year? You know? Because of this shit? Like, is it gonna be uncomfortable? Because I, I'm I'm starting to figure out what I want to do for my birthday this year. Um, I was saying like I'm gonna rent a space or whatever, but I don't think I'm gonna do all that. I think I'm just gonna, um, I think I'm just going to get, uh, we're just gonna do like a restaurant thing, you know, or like a bar where it's cheap. Well, like we'll do a bar where we could order food or 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 like a cocktail bar that doesn't serve food, um, and we'll just like order pizzas or something like that, and and chill for a few hours, like myself and you know, a table of 10 people or so, right? But also, I am not opposed to inviting people who I've only interacted with a few times. And out of those people, I'm not opposed to inviting people last minute who are like, hey, if you want to show up, it's my birthday or whatever. Like, I know what I'm, I'm opposed to my story. I'm posting my close friend's story. Hey, uh, my birthday's on this day. I'm doing a little thing on this day. If you're in this, if you're on this list, I would love for you to show up, right? There are about 45 people on my close friend's list on Instagram, right? But I would not be opposed to the two people on my close friend's list who I would be interested in dating to show up either. You know? But she's not in the mental space to fucking handle that. For sure, for sure. And if she is, I don't trust that she is. Like, I don't... <laughs> you know? Like, it's not... It doesn't feel right. It doesn't... Like, I'm afraid to, almost. You know? But I want her to come... Because, again, top 10 most influential people in my life. In my adult life, for sure. In my life overall, like, probably, you know? I'm in a fucking pickle, yo. I'm not crying about it. Like, I was feeling so guilt-ridden. And so shitty. That I, I kind of like tried to, tried to just be like, yeah, okay, fine, we'll try again, we'll try dating again, and then immediately I felt it. Fuck, I'm tearing up right now. Immediately I felt it, just hit me, like a ton of bricks, or not hit me. No, nothing hit me. The moment I, I said it, I was like, fine, we'll try dating again, or we'll try whatever. I just felt empty and hollow. And my 
and my brain just like turned to grayscale. Like I lost the color. And then I instinctually, like when I when I'm upset, I try to think of happy thoughts, obviously. You try to. And of course my happy thoughts are all my future family, my future whatever. And then I, I couldn't like it was I couldn't imag I couldn't imagine it properly. Like it was so fucking choppy, it wasn't vivid. And I shut down. And I was like, what's the point in doing anything anymore? Because I'm not going to be able to live the life that I'm, or pursue the life that I'm looking for, or that I'm imagining. You know? I'm like, what the fuck's the point of going to DC? Why do I have to edit anything? Like, why do I have to do any any of it? And, um... That night... I just broke down. I don't know how long I was crying, but it was for a while. And... I <laughs> I took an edible um and it finally hit after my cry it finally hit and it I think that edible probably saved my life because I or or saved something it saved something because I was thinking about very dark thoughts not not suicidal yet but like like self-harm over the guilt like like I mean the guilt's not gone it's still here I was spoken to her this weekend because I was in DC and I'm like I if I speak to her and we end up talking about this shit again, it's, I'm going to ruin my weekend. I'm not going to be able to perform properly. I won't be able to like be present. I didn't want to fucking do that. So yeah, I, um, Yeah. I hope you don't listen to this shit, obviously. You know, because... But, I can't keep her from it, you know? So... But it's not good. It's not good. I feel like... I feel like a stubborn baby. um, Almost. You wanna know why? No, not not even just a stubborn baby. I feel like a million things, right? But like, I feel like a stubborn baby. I feel like I don't deserve love. I feel like, like, 
like she's not like she's handing me her her heart and I am turning my back on it. I'm just walking the fuck away, you know? Or I'm like taking it but with a condition, you know? I'm not even taking it. I'm like I'm like I'm claiming a little piece of it in a in a way, you know? Like my wife will get my whole heart or whatever. And I will probably get her whole heart or whatever, right? Ideally, you know? Like that's the whole thing. But then with a friend, a best friend, like we're trading pieces, you know? I don't know, man. The whole stubborn baby thing. I feel like I'm just being picky, almost. You know? Like, like I mean, kind of fair, you know? You should be selective with who you choose to spend the rest of your life with, right? Like, absolutely. You need, you need to be selective. Like, that has to be a thing. But I feel like almost like maybe i'm i'm just being like a stupid stubborn child you know here take some love no i don't want it why cuz i don't want it you know just eat eat the fucking heart eat the heart no no i don't want it <laughs> You know? I don't want that heart. I want the other heart. I don't even know what fucking heart there is. There's no other hearts in the fridge. There's only this one. And it's labeled with her name on it. And I'm like, no. You know? Not for any other reason that I I just don't feel like I want it. And I can't be made made to like it. Like, I tried. I tried it multiple times. I tried it over the course of a year. You know? The first three months, they were fun. They were great. And then I realized, no, I mean, yeah, they're great, but it's not not my person. And then spent the next few months trying to force myself to make her my person. Like, just trying to force it, and by forcing it, just fucked myself up. And then... And then obviously we broke up and then came to back together as friends. I'm like, oh, this feels nice. This feels natural. This feels good. Friends, yes. And then we introduced non-platonic shit. We introduced sex and 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 uh, you know, fucking pet names. I mean, I didn't do it, but like you know, the babies and the fucking sweeties and the shit like that, right? And for some reason, my moronic self was like, oh, no, this is still somehow, like, just being friends. You know? Not realizing what the fuck was actually going on. I was just in a relationship without a label. Which is basically just, you know, 
And that's when it started to feel weird. It started to feel like, no, this doesn't feel 100% natural. You know? Like, this feels... This, this is not what I want. And then, past week, very makes it very obvious, and I actively, like, consciously and subconsciously reject it, and I don't know why. I just, it's just not my person. You know? And I don't want to, like, do a thing where I'm like, yeah, okay, I mean, maybe eventually, because I also don't want anyone to hold their life up for me. I don't want anyone to dictate or change shit for me. Like, I mean, my ideal person wouldn't have to change a fucking thing for me. Obviously, you know, there are little compromises or whatever, but, like, I don't want anyone to change a major part of their personality or, like, change it, you know? Like, I want people to be their authentic selves. I want my partner to be her authentic self. And she is her authentic self, but also her authentic self isn't what, like, it's just not what I imagine entirely. Like, there are parts of it, yes, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can say more about this goddamn topic. I don't know. Listen. Here's the thing. We're either going to torture each other for the rest of our lives or or she's going to get over me or I'm going to fucking somehow hit my head and and everything will click into place and we'll get married and and like, you know, fucking uh, uh, all the other stuff. And I'll throw away all the other fantasies I have for my life, <laughs> you know. But, I don't know what's going to happen. Did I just spend 20 minutes talking about this? I didn't want to talk about this. Ah! Here I am doing it. Fuck. Anyway. What else, life? Segways. <laughs> I wrote segways. Segways are fun. Someone fell. Um... But it's okay. Segways are fun. That's what that was our activity after, after uh, the you know, work workshop day. We went out to a fucking Segway tourism place, and we all rode Segways, and Segways are fun, and I liked it. My legs were hurting at the end of it, for whatever reason. But you know, it was cool, and they're relatively easy to ride. I mean, they look—they already look easy, but then when they do the fucking um, tutorial, not tutorial, what is it? When they tell you all the um, safety features and all this stuff, right? Um, then, like, you know, all the falls and, like, the easiest ways to fall and, like, how you gotta move to, to stare the thing. It seems a little bit daunting, like, for a moment, but then also I'm excited at, like, weird daunting shit like that. So, I, I liked it. It was fun. We toured all the touristy stuff. Um, yeah. No. Not a ton else to say, you know? Those things kind of rip, too. 
Like, 12 miles an hour on a Segway feels faster than 12 miles an hour on a scooter. I think. Also, to be honest, why a Segway and not a scooter? Like, what's the point of a Segway? Like, they're more dangerous. Right? Scooters are smaller, easier to maneuver. Like, why a Segway? I don't even know. Segways are cool, though. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know what else to talk about. Um, I updated my, my Hinge profile today. I changed my status from um, long-term, seeking long-term relationship to seeking long-term relationship open to short. Wow, that's a big deal, man. I think it's a big deal. <laughs> like, I, I, feel, I feel beaten down. I feel like, um, again, the ideal is I find my wife yesterday and, and we are together for the next five years and then we get married at year six and, uh, we start having kids at year seven, eight, you know, like that'd be the ideal, you know? But also, I'm recognizing more and more that I'm young and also chicks that are around my age aren't ready to settle down exactly. They're looking for short-term things and, and you know, you never know what could happen from a short-term thing. Um, like this other relationship that of mine that I, I never knew what would happen from that, <laughs> you know? Um, so I updated that. I feel like it's a big deal because like, I don't know, man. I also feel more like a fuck boy, which I don't want to feel like, like, I don't want to do this whole, Ooh, we just seeing where things go. Like, I don't, that's not me, you know? Ooh, we just seeing where things go. We just casual, you know? It feels feels weird. It feels weird. I swiped on a chick who is who is uh non monogamous polyamorous, right? And mainly because like I want some pointers. Like there I knew the first chick I ever dated, she was trying polyamory, not monogamy at the time. She's not doing it anymore. At the time, she, like, when she was talking about it, she was just curious about it. And But I don't think she ended, ever really ended up in a relationship where she had a primary partner for a long period of time and was still, like, seeking out secondary partners and things like that, right? Or exploring casual relationships with secondary partners. I don't think she ever got that far like, past, because she, no, she did have it for a short period of time, I remember, because we were having a conversation a couple months ago, and she said she did it for, like, for, like, I don't know, 
three months, four months or so. And she learned a lot about herself and how to communicate and all that stuff. And a lot about like interpersonal relationships in, in general. Um, but she, but like, I want to know from someone who's done it successfully for a while and has a primary partner and still seeks out whatever and all that stuff, because I'm curious, you know, this is not, this is not an excuse. This is not like a fucking excuse for me trying to bang this chick I slept on. Um, but you know, that's weird. Like, I don't, I also, like, I, the other hang up I have is that I don't want to be, I don't want to do a thing with someone who is in a relationship, even if they are polyamorous, non-monogamous. Like, I'm not sure that I want to do that. You know? I know feelings won't arise for me. Or if they do, I'm good at handling my own shit when it comes to, like, emotions arising for other people. I'm good at handling my own shit. You know? Um, at least historically, I feel like I have been. If you listen to this for the past few years and and I'm bullshitting, let me know. But I feel like I'm good at handling my shit, you know? Um, I just don't want it. I don't know. It, it just feels weird, kind of. Is that my justification for everything that I don't want to try? It just feels weird? Is that really it? You know? It just feels wrong? It doesn't feel wrong, necessarily. But... I don't know. Right now, while I'm single, and and over the next few years, while, like, unless I find someone who I'm like, yes, this is it. And she's also like, yes, he he's it. Like, in the three-month limbos where I'm single, like, I, I feel like I would be comfortable, comfortable-ish trying it, you know? Like, chances are I'll be single for the next couple months, right? And if I end up in a casual thing where where it's like, non-platonic at times. Would I be willing to do that with multiple people? Maybe. Ah, man. I don't know. I gotta ask this person. Like, I hope she she responds to my uh, to my fucking like so that I can ask her a bunch of a bunch of stupid ass questions about that whole life. You know? Um. I don't know, man. Relationships and stuff. Let's segue into another topic, you know? Let's fucking ride this thing into some other topic. <laughs> Over a bump into another topic. Fall flat on our face. Scrape our knees and shit, you know? What else can I talk about? I'm 40 minutes in. There's not really that much to talk about in DC, to be honest. Like, DC is great. I liked it. Um, Grip tape is great as always. I mentioned them. I talked about them before. I took some pretty sick photos. I was shooting... Both mirrorless and and DSLR, because um, I brought my 750 down there because I knew in case I wanted to do like time lapses, or if anyone else wanted to use my camera for anything, like then I could just shoot on the backup, or if anything happened to my mirrorless while I was down there, or um, you know, like nothing crazy, like I didn't expect it to get stolen or, or broken or anything, but like 
if I don't know if I run out of space on my XQD cards because I'm I only was able to bring my two um, 32 gig XQDs because my 120 gig is full and I don't have space. I need to buy storage space for my computer because I don't have space to dump that 120 gigs yet. I have to like make a bunch of space, delete a bunch of old shit. And I feel like at this point, I need to buy uh, more storage for my computer for sure. So I might do that. Um, I'm going to do that. After this, I'll look on Amazon or B&H and get some... Well, no, not B&H, because B&H is closed until the 18th for like a bunch of Jewish holidays. So they're useless to me right now. Um, but yeah, Amazon, I guess. But um, shooting on DSLR feels so analog now. It feels good. It it looks good. Like I feel like a better photographer on DSLR, kind of. You know, mirrorless is so much more convenient, and I could just look at the screen instead of looking through the through the, through the viewfinder. Even though I look through the viewfinder pretty often anyway. Like I look through the screen. Uh, uh, I I see how the photo is going to come out immediately. Like as I'm taking it, and there's something kind of devoid of life for me, in a weird way. They're both devoid of life in different ways. Not devoid of life, but, like, they're missing soul. Both of, both of them have different ways of missing some kind of soul, because when I'm shooting on DSLR, it's, you know, that ka-chunk of the mirror flipping up, right? And the... And having to look through the viewfinder, because the 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 um shooting with the fucking screen on the lcd screen on isn't very it's not very efficient and it's not very good and it's louder for whatever reason i don't understand um no i think i get it because it has to like the shutter has to or the mirror has to flip up then flip back down or something like that i don't know it has to it has to flip up for the for the live feed to the view find, uh, to the EV, not to the EVF, to the fucking view, to the LCD screen. It has to, the mirror has to flip up for the live feed, then it has to flip back down um, to take the photo and flip up, which is opposite of what it has to do. So it has to, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Whatever it is, it just takes longer. Every shot takes forever. You miss moments, all that. So, like, that's why you don't shoot on DSLR anymore. Like, that's why mirrorless is a new fucking thing, you know? Um, but like it, it feels more immersive shooting on DSLR. So that was really, it was nice to like get back to that because I don't shoot on it very often these days. Like it's maybe once every other month. Do I even take a photo on it? Um, on my D750 anymore. Like it's all mirrorless now, <laughs> you know? Um, and to be honest, to be honest, when I get this, uh, when I get this, I mean, I may not be able to sell the D750 for very much, but when I get this, uh, Sony FX30, I might sell the D750 because what I'm, what am I going to need it for? I'll have two cameras. They both take photos. Obviously the Sony's not whatever. Um, I'm about to start switching to buying native Z lenses for my uh for my Z6. So 
I won't really need an F-mount anymore after a while because I'll start selling the F-mount F lenses um, as I, like, start building out the other ones, the, the Z lenses. Like, I won't really need it. I won't really use it. It'll probably just sit somewhere and collect dust. Um, I won't use it as a second camera because it doesn't, like, color grading. It would be hard to match up the shit's top uh, specs are 1080, 60. It doesn't do 4K at all. So, like, why would I, I don't know, like a, a backup backup? Really? Like, do I, what, do I, would I really need that? I don't think so. So, I might end up selling it, you know? I'll probably get 500 bucks for it, maybe. Because used ones usually go for 750 but this one, the mirror's dirty. It has so many specs on it. I can't... The sensor has some specs on it, so maybe I'd have to get a sensor cleaning. But at that point, I mean, I'd be paying 50 to 100 bucks for a sensor cleaning and then selling it for maybe 50 bucks more. The, photo, the camera has, like, a couple hundred thousand exposures taken, you know? So that's, like, it's a lot. I remember a couple of years ago, like a, a few months before I got the Z6, um, the the viewfinder got stuck. Another viewfinder, the mirror got locked in a weird place. So when I took a photo, it was like half of it was black because the mirror wouldn't wouldn't move entirely. So I had to fucking jam the shit back up into place with a fork, and then I was. It never happened again since that, but I was it. it scare the shit out of me back then like if that happens can I really sell the camera for 750 800 bucks I'll probably sell it for like 500 bucks if I sell it you know 500 bucks is something I could spend I could use that for other shit for something <laughs> you know I don't know what to use it for I gotta give it a good send off though if I'm if I'm gonna sell it I gotta like like I don't know, get a tattoo of it, or, like, I gotta put it, I gotta, like, do a final photo shoot with it, I gotta do something nice with it, you know? Anyway, my dad just texted me, he said Amsterdam was good to go see it, so I'll probably go see it this week. Amsterdam, the movie with all them actors. Um, yeah, I'll go see it. Anyway, I think that's it. I don't really have much else to talk about. Um, yeah. I guess. That is all.